American Redoubt Radio Operators Network and is a nationwide disaster preparedness network made up of patient-oriented radio operators. So, Amron phonetically, Alpha, Mike, Romeo, Romeo, Oscar, November. This is a directed net, so please hold any traffic until that control station calls for it. Any emergency traffic may break in at any time. Whether you're seasoned or new, this is the place for patriots, preppers, and partisans who understand the necessity of being able to receive and share information with others when conventional communications are disrupted or compromised. Grid up or grid down. This is Partisan Radio. Thank you all for joining us for Volume 22. There are several things that I would like to share with you and follow up a little bit with what we started with, with the CW Morse code. But first, last week during the Amron Nets, we were dealing with some unfavorable band conditions. And we were able to look at the band conditions online using the online resource that we've talked about. It's a website called bandconditions.com. Very simple. And it should be bookmarked. So you can take a look at the HF bands to find out what's open and what's not. Someone asked the question, what if the grid is down and you don't have a website to go to? How can you find out what bands are open or more favorable than others? That's a great question, and there's a couple of ways that you can do that. First of all, having a regularly scheduled net really helps. When you have a time and a place and a frequency that you know everybody should be at at the same time, that really helps things. And you can do signal reports or send signal reports with each other to find out where you are reaching, and that will also reveal some of your blind spots. But leading up to the net, to know what you can expect for band conditions, there's one tool that I use uh, quite a bit. It's called Beacon Tracker Program. Beacon Tracker Program. And that's available at www.w6nek.com. I spell whiskey 6 November echo kilo.com. This application comes in two forms. One is a downloadable app for your mobile device or smart device. The other way is for you to download this onto your desktop. Begin familiarizing yourself with it now so you know where these different beacon stations are located. There are 18 of them around the the world and there are beacons on every continent. This beacon system is designed for them to work together and they rotate through Every 10 seconds, a station will transmit for 10 seconds, identifying itself using Morse code to identify the station ID. And then after that, it will put out tones using various different and decreasing power uh, tones to let you know uh, the signal strength. And they cover five bands, 20 meters, 17 meters, 15 meters, 12 meters, and the 10 meter band. So you have a choice. You select which band you're interested in, and then you listen to those 18 stations around the world cycle through in order, going from east to west, and they're located in various places, such as Madeira, Argentina, 
Peru, Venezuela, New York City at the United Nations headquarters, Eureka, Canada, California, Hawaii, New Zealand, Australia, Japan, Russia, Hong Kong, Sri Lanka, South Africa, Kenya, Israel, and Finland. Those are the 18 locations where these beacons will be putting out a signal. Every 10 seconds, it will switch to another station. This is another great reason for you to brush up on your CW because like many repeaters, beacons usually identify themselves using Morse code. Now what I did is I went through and I made a little cheat sheet for myself so that I have all of these stations and their call signs and locations written down. So in a grid down or internet down situation, I have this in my communications binder all printed out. So I know what frequencies to listen for. And when I hear the call signs, I know where they're located. That will give me a great idea as far as what type, what I can expect for propagation on that band, who I should reasonably be able to reach or hear from. Now, that doesn't help you with some of the 40 meter, 80 meter, 160 meter bands because the ITU region one frowns upon beacons in the 40 meters, 80 meters and 160 meter bands. Why? I don't know. But uh, at least that would help you with uh, 20 meters, 17, 15, 12, and 10. There are a couple of things that I wanted to pass along to you. We started talking about Morse code. I have a website here with uh, Morse AIDS is what it's called. And uh, that is at alphacharlie6victor.com slash Morse AIDS. And I'm going to post that in the Highlights and Resources posting for Volume 22, Partisan Radio. It is a Morse code web page that is a great resource. Now, the other thing that I am in the middle of working on right now is a posting to get started on CW. And it is in draft mode. The posting is in draft. I haven't posted it yet, but I will be later tonight. These are the resources that I have used, that others have used, that I recommend to help you get up and running on Morse code. Starting with listening to volume 21 of Partisan Radio as a primer. And then I'm, I'm going to assign you some resources to go through in order and then give you some resources that you can use on your smart devices and also download and then web-based as well. And some links to some audio files to help you with your code practice. And I just wanted to congratulate everybody out there who's taken up the task and is actually making progress and headway. Many of you doing this together, uh, even though you don't know each other. You're all on the same course together, and this is real exciting because we have Amron CW nets on Saturdays, and some folks have asked about adding CW nets to uh, other nights of the week as well. So that's something we will be looking into. But we'll be looking for that posting later tonight with the resources to help you get started on CW. Codename Guy Smiley sent in, a pretty good video. Actually, there's two videos that somebody over at YouTube made. Uh, well, I've posted in the posting on Amron.com. I've embedded two of these videos, part one and part two for shortwave radio basics. The first one talks about 
noise. And this is a really important uh, topic or uh, important thing factor to consider is the, the he says noise, but what he's talking about is RFI or radio frequency interference. It creates white noise in your radio and it can drown out signals, especially weak signals. So he talks a little bit about how to get around that, what to listen for, and how to tune some of that out. In the second video, he talks about antennas. And so this is a really good resource for our shortwave radio listeners. And hey, it even applies to those of us who are hams. Now, somebody else sent in this question. How beginner is okay? I guess he's asking, uh, you know, how much of a beginner is it acceptable to be involved? I've had my technician about two months. Oh, congratulations, first of all. And he says, I have checked in a local net a few times. I don't really know any other hams in my area to learn from. I listen to Radio Free Readout and Partisan Radio every week, and I want to get more involved. Okay, first of all, if you don't have other Amron operators in your area, then, well, we want to encourage you to spread the news to your like-minded friends and family. Like-minded friends and family. But if you've already been checking into local nets, that is a great resource. Remember, not everybody in a local ham club are patriots or conservative or patriot-minded. But the one thing you do share in common is an interest in communications and a love for radio. So if you get involved locally, just ask for help. And the folks there are more than happy almost always to help a new ham get up and running. They'll answer a lot of your questions. Hey, communists know a lot about radios too, so pick their brains. If you find a patriot or a like-minded, uh, another like-minded radio operator in your local ham club, well, you just might have the makings of a new Amron net in your area. The other thing that you can do as well, many people have done this. Uh, if you have a couple of radios, even if they're MERS radios or FRS radios or a CB. There are net control operators that started off sending their kids running across the field or driving to the other part of town with their radios just with their family members. That was the beginning of their Amron net. As they begin talking to people in their church or their prepper groups or in their inner circle, they began getting more people interested in communications. It might take you a year, but those who have successful Amron nets now with five or 10 or 15 regular check-ins, they started off with zero a year ago. So start now. If you're a technician now, that probably means you don't have HF capabilities. And if you do, you're not able to operate in the HF bands, at least during the Amron nets. But that's okay. I highly recommend that you at least stay in the loop by getting yourself a good quality but affordable shortwave radio with single sideband. I want to remind everyone out there that most of the information that flows is on the HF bands because that's how most of the ham operators are able to stay in touch across wide areas and share information. For those of you with VHF local communications only, your only lifeline to the outside is a general class ham operator or someone with a shortwave receiver with single sideband. So 
If that's you, you are the lifeline to the outside world. Even if you can't transmit out, the information coming in could be invaluable. Incorporate this into your nets and your practice. This is how you get the net word of the week to pass along to your local nets. And don't forget, if you can't check into an HF net, but you can listen, go over to the the green banner on the right-hand side at Ameron.com that's labeled Net Check-In and let us know that you are out there. That really helps our net control operators understand the stations that are out there and the reach of the nets. And that's also encouraging for everyone when our net check-in numbers go up because that counts as a net check-in. We are going to be talking also next week about one-time pads because we don't want you to forget about that and lose that skill. So we'll revisit that as well as several other things that I think you guys are going to find interesting. One thing I'm going to do tonight is a little special treat. Since we've been talking about CW, Morse code, Morse code can come in to be very useful in ways that you might not even imagine. There's an article called The Code, a declassified and unbelievable hostage rescue story. How the Colombian army sent a hidden message to hostages using a pop song. I'll, I'll let you read the story yourself. We'll link to it. But it's an amazing story. Several hostages were held in Colombia by the FARC. There was a rescue effort being planned, and they had to let the prisoners know in advance that a rescue was coming because the FARC, anytime there was a rescue attempt, would immediately murder all of their captives. So this would be a signal in advance to let them know once the rescue began to make their escape. They hid it in CW within a song. They spent weeks and weeks recording and perfecting this. The FARC would allow the radio to be played and listen to music and oftentimes pleas from family members uh, to their loved ones that are being held by the FARC in the jungle. So oftentimes they would play music. They hid this message saying that 19 have been rescued. You are next. Be ready. And they did this using Morse code. One police officer being held as hostage by the FARC knew Morse code. He, after listening to the song several times, he realized that there was a familiar pattern here, that it was Morse code. And listening to it, he was able to decode it, determine that a rescue attempt was underway, and warn the other hostages. Fascinating. It's hard to pick out, and you have to listen to it several times. But uh, this might be a great challenge for some of you that are a little more savvy with CW. And for those of you who aren't on your journey learning Morse code, keep referring back to this and see if you can pick it out over time as, you're, as you progress learning Morse code. Well, that's all I got for you guys. You have a great week. We will do more. I'll be working on this article and get that posted up tonight. This is Partisan Radio. I am John Jacob Schmidt. Out. As ready, trained communicators, right up to the present time, radio hands have been busy every single minute. The ever-increasing group of radio amateurs who have equipped themselves at their own expense with two-way radio sets by amateurs who saw their opportunity to render a public service and paid off for Americans in trouble.
say 